So you fl- you flew to Detroit just to do this interview? Oh, Philion, we did not fly to Detroit. We drove <laughs> to Detroit. And when we- I say we drove to Detroit, I mean Kylie drove to Detroit because I don't know how to drive stick and her car oh. has a stick shift. <laughs> so I sat passenger seat in the silver bullet, as we love to call her, uh, Kylie's car. And Kylie's car does not have air conditioning. So not only were we driving for four hours straight in the blistering heat, but we had no AC, so we had all the windows down. All right, Phil, are you properly recording, my boy? Yes, I'm on my micro card, as you just said. You fucking dick. I restarted my recording because I tripped over my words in the first five seconds of the episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. It's Vinny. It's Phil. It's episode 137. And Phil, at the time that people are watching this, if you're watching this the day this goes up, yesterday, Philion dropped the giant video that he has been working on for, what, like two or three months now? It's been it's been a grind. I'm scared. Why are you scared? There should be there should be a feeling of excitement, not (laughs) a feeling of fright. I don't feel good. (laughs) Talk to me. Tell talk to me about all the emotions, what's going through your mind, your body, your soul right now. All right. For one, I went to sleep at 5 a.m. Me and you were texting at what, like two, three? Uh, about two or three. I was watching some Jersey Shore. You were working on the documentary. I've like I didn't think I was capable of this, but I've I'm not exaggerating. I've been pulling like 16 to 18 hour days of work. Just that like is sheer looking at a computer screen, minimal breaks. Mm-hmm. I have this weird attention to detail that like I, I just can't shake off me. Like if one little thing is off, like I, I'll bug out, right? Oh, you're preaching to the choir right here, dude. I do the same thing. <laughs> it's just getting worse and worse. Um, there's a lot riding on this video, mm-hmm. literally, because it's not just like, oh, watch this video. Like there's there's a call to action. There's go, there's a potential cultural shift in how a lot of the internet views certain things. It's it's going to be crazy. I haven't seen the video yet. I've seen what what is the thing that you sent me? Just like the first opening forty five seconds. No, nah, it's just a Twitter teaser. <laughs> That's just a Twitter teaser. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying you you know how to build the hype. I'm looking forward to watching the video. I'm sure it came out fantastic. And dude, I can only imagine when you're trying to edit an hour-long video and the smallest minute detail that is out of line of what you want to be in your head, trying to fix all of that is crazy because I edit like 10-minute videos now on the new channel on Vintendo. We launched Vintendo, by the way, in case people didn't know. Hell and yeah. if there's something wrong, you know, I have nine minutes of footage to watch. I could watch that back a bunch of times to take my notes to send back to my editor, Slippy Boy. But you, you got to watch back an hour of footage. It's... That's a lot. Like, okay, I just went through it for the third time now, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm on like the third draft of this video. And I'm still finding shit that's like off. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand how movies get made. I was thinking about this when I was watching Miss Marvel yesterday with K-Dog. We were watching the new Disney Plus show, which is really good, by the way. You guys should check it out. But I'm like, there's so many moving parts to this show and these main uh, MCU huge movies and they're two hours plus long, these big movies sometimes. How do they make everything seem perfect? Because it's definitely not perfect. There's definitely things where like the editor will look at it after the fact and probably be like, I can't believe we put this out. But to the masses, it's it's very hard to notice things. In the new Doctor Strange movie, though, there was a moment where Doctor Strange was like casting his spell and attacking <laughs> this big monster in the city. You saw the same guy run by him like seven times. Whoa. <laughs> the way they cut it, every time the, the shot yeah. cut to a new angle, you saw the same guy running by and it's like, yeah, no, there's definitely errors in main movies and music and television and wherever you're producing content. And this is a big thing I've been talking about in therapy, Philion. Shout out to Shireen, my therapist. Nothing will ever be perfect. So you just got to accept that because if you go into whatever it is that you're working on with that perfection mentality, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, I I just don't want an error. (laughs) Listen, I think a big glaring error is something that you definitely would have noticed. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a little minute thing here or there, I love saying that word, by the way. It's a fantastic word. There's a little, you know, hairline off there, a little smudge here. It's okay. It's all good in the world. I I want that to be the case, but I, I guess I've just convinced myself that, like, it needs to be perfect, and I, I don't mm-hmm. settle for anything less. So when I when I play back something, and 
a lot of it has to do with like sound design too, right? So I add like clicking effects, uh, camera effects, stuff like that. Swooshes and different But there's also effects. a fine line. If, if I do too much, it's like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? You got to strike a balance between like really good editing, storytelling, and I think pacing. We've talked about this in a bunch of Meatball episodes lately because we've been talking about YouTube analytics nonstop. But pacing in a video, dude, is is so fucking important. Because you got to want people to keep watching. I am so curious to look at the graphs after you post this video. An hour-long video. The geek within me that's been studying analytics is like, yo, give me the fucking login to your YouTube account. I just want to study that shit, dog. That's uh, all I want to do. It's, it's going to be cool. Yeah, enough about me, though, because I feel like I'm going to fucking die any second. Yeah, I can, I can feel it radiating from you. For people that have been watching the podcast since episode one, I think you can see it on this man's face. Like, he's just ready to put this out. And speaking of putting things out, Phil, I know you've been busy with your 18-hour editing days, but a certain rapper dropped a new album uh, Drake. on, what was it, Friday? Thursday night. Was it Drake? Friday at midnight. Drake did indeed drop a new album. Phil, I listened to the whole thing. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> now, I, I know you know where I'm going with this because I, I think you have uh, heard the response to said album on the internet, and I don't Not know really. you think- you, you've been off the pulse with this? Bro, I, I'm disconnected from society. All right, so I'm trying to think how I want to tell the story of, of how I, I got to listening to this Drake album. So we're going to jump around a little bit. Here's okay. what happened. I've had a very crazy and busy, bustling week. So me and K-Dog applied for uh, the Nexus program, which essentially, for those that don't know, when we go to the airport now traveling from uh, New York to Canada, we can go on the Nexus line, which allows us to basically like keep our shoes on, skip the security lines. It's a much faster process. It's like to get pre-approved security. TSA. Yeah. It's like the pre-check, whatever the fuck it's called when you're traveling in the States. Anyway, so we had to go to an interview in order to get like fully approved. For whatever reason, they had no interview stations in New York or Canada like available for appointments. So okay. we had to book one in Detroit. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> so okay. you, fl you flew to Detroit just to do this interview? Oh, Philion, we did not fly to Detroit. We drove <laughs> to Detroit. And when we I say we drove to Detroit, I mean Kylie drove to Detroit because I don't know how to drive stick and her car oh. has a stick shift. <laughs> so, so I sat passenger seat in the silver bullet, as we love to call her, uh, Kylie's car. And Kylie's car does not have air conditioning. So Bro. not only were we driving for four hours straight in the blistering heat, but we had no AC, so we had all the windows down, and it was it was so hot that like our snacks that we got at the gas station, our gummy bears, were melting. It was <laughs> the cold water got very hot very quickly. Oh, anyway, God. long story short, we get in the car and we're driving. Picturing you in time. this situation is fucking it hilarious. Was so we literally drive from Toronto <laughs> to Detroit. We cross the border. We're trying to find this fucking station for this interview it's impossible to find we finally get there by using the Waze app which is really cool love Waze love a little icon anyway I need to stay focused on the story I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Good mood today. you're pacing you're pacing place. come on I'm pacing so we get there and we walk in and we're in this like secure government facility where they're taking our fingerprints and they're asking us questions and the process took no exaggeration nine minutes Bro. we drove four <laughs> hours to get approved in nine fucking minutes and now we're like, well, we're in Detroit. What should we do? We should go to Mom's Spaghetti. So we went to Eminem's restaurant in Detroit, which is like nine minutes away from where we were at the interview facility. And we got some spaghetti. It's at this little window in like an alleyway. They give you your food. I got spaghetti and meatballs. Kylie got spaghetti and vegan meatballs. They call them the rabbit balls. <laughs> a little homage to 8 Mile right there. And then you go inside of like this restaurant connected to a restaurant. There's like a trailer park uh, gift shop. And there's like all these arcade machines because Eminem loves arcade stuff. And we ate there. Got some shirts at the gift shop. Got a hat, which was really cool. And then we drove home. How was the food? We, it was really good. Really good. I, I kind of want to tour the country and the world and do spaghetti reviews. Like Dave Portnoy does the pizza reviews. I kind of want to do spaghetti. I feel like that could be my thing. My niche. Hey, oh, spaghetti. You know, one slurp, everybody knows the rules. You just <laughs> slurp a noodle in your mouth and you give it a fucking score. So uh, when we were driving home... Or driving there, I can't remember when we saw it, but Drake just posted a random Instagram post that was like, oh, new album dropping at midnight. And I was really fucking excited. You know me. I'm, I'm basically a Canadian at this point. I'm like, right. oh, new Drake album. Fuck yeah. Dude, it hits midnight and we're driving in the dark on the way home and we put this <laughs> album on. 
I'll just be blunt, man. Like, I don't want to beat around the bush. I talked about this in a Pokemon video and I was kind of beating around the bush. It's just not good. Uh. It's just not good. Now, listen, if you like house music and you what? like this different, it's it's like a house album. He raps on maybe two songs. The rest of them are just like, I know, you know, you know, I know, you know, yeah, I know it. You know, I know, you know, I know it. And I'm like, when are we getting to the chorus? Like, dude, every song, the best way to describe it for me and my listening experience, it's a run-on sentence on every fucking track. (laughs) And and I'll be honest, like, some of the songs are catchy, but, like, I just, I will probably never listen to this album again. And and a lot of the internet agrees with me, and they were saying, like, this album is is a miss. And Drake responded, and he said, uh, if you guys don't understand it, don't worry, like, you'll catch up eventually. Like, he's saying his sound so in the future now. Oh, wow. That the people that don't like it, they just, they don't get it. They don't mm. get the art. His IQ is just way too high. It's way too vast. He's too advanced yeah. for, for, you know, me driving home from Detroit, listening to this album. Like, I just don't get it, apparently. Um, I'll say this. There was a really cool music video where, like, he marries, like, a hundred women. That's, like, the premise of the video. Like, he's just getting married to a <laughs> bunch of, of different brides. And the video was really cool, and it was uh. shot really well. But the song is just... I don't know. I want to know what the what the people you're going to catch up think. eventually. Yeah, I want to know how many of you meatballs are advanced enough to appreciate this music. And if you're like me, a Neanderthal apparently yeah. that just didn't get it, comment down below and, and let us know. And listen, music is subjective, like like every other thing that we talk about in pop culture, movies, music, TV shows. Some people may love it. Some people may not love it. Just don't come for my throat if you do love it. I'm just giving my opinion. I really wanted to like it, honest to God. I just it's not. It's not for me. That's so condescending, too. He's like, oh, trust me. This sound is the future. You're all going to catch up in a couple years. It's just weird because they're like the last song is featuring. Um, fuck, who's the last? Let me just look who the last song is featuring. It's with a rapper and it, it is like a rap song, but that was like the only main rap song on it. The rest is like a house, a ha- house beats. 21 Savage is on the last song. And that one was pretty good. And there's a couple lines on there. 21 Savage. There's a couple lines on there where I was listening. I was like, oh shit, that's that's fire. But for the most part, like every song kind of sounds the same. And how many tracks were there? I think 14. Yeah, 14. The album felt like it was eight hours long. I'll be honest with you. Here's the problem. Everyone's doing too much. Okay. You gotta scale it back. (laughs) You gotta hone your craft. Yeah. What are you doing putting out full 14 songs that are dog water? There's no need. I mean, I mean, maybe if if you're into this style of music, you think this is like the greatest thing ever. That's entirely possible. But I, I, I wanted to hear my favorite Drake, and maybe I'm just stuck in the past with nostalgia. I love like over best I ever had, right above it. Um, you like Young um, Money, Drake? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is my favorite. Yeah, that era I, I was sick. That. <laughs> that era was amazing. Every fucking verse he got on, he would destroy it. And now every song just makes me sad. It's because... Why, he, why I don't want to get sad when I listen to Drake. It's because he already beat the game, bro. I mean, like, when you He's get... He's on his side quests now. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to yeah. a certain level of just, like, fame, wealth, you start expecting things, right? Yeah, you just want to try different shit. Well, not only that, but, like, you expect everything that you try to be just, like, everyone to just be like, oh, yeah, well, this is great. This this is fucking sick. That's not the case. <laughs> like, Yeah. I don't know. It, it Bottom line, I'd give it a three out of ten. Wow. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm going to be honest. And, and who knows? Maybe the music will come on the radio or be on at a bar, and I'll be vibing to it. I would say there was, like, two songs that I enjoyed, and the rest were just, like, I, I, I was, like, fighting to sit through them. You know what I don't understand? Let's hear it. So I don't have a car, obviously, because it's in the shop getting worked on because apparently my car is like Dr. Magneto and just attracts metal objects to go flying into it when it's parked. Or it's fucking just, it's got some voodoo on it. Someone put a hex on your car. It's the stupidest thing ever. So it's in the shop. So I'm I'm driving my mom's truck and I like it, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll drive anything. But she doesn't have like an aux cord or anything. So she has XM radio. Like she actually pays mm. for that. So I'm listening to Octane, which is like the heavy metal one. Okay. And like they play good songs sometimes. And then other times, like they have like the quirky radio guy. Hey, he's cool. But I'm thinking as like a medium, like there's no, like he's talking about, you know, signing up at the XM.com Octane rate. It's like, 
who is doing this? I, I think a lot of the older generation probably yeah. still does that. But like, I thought about this the other day too when we were driving for so long and we had the radio on at certain points. I'm like, who is listening to radio and why are we listening to radio right now? You know what I mean? Like when you have access to these music subscription services, whether it's yeah. Spotify, Pandora, uh, Apple Music, does anyone use Pandora anymore? I think my dad might use Pandora. It almost pops. made me kind of sad though because like, now this can get like a little like silly, but that's an actual guy with like a job and maybe he's like doing well or whatever, but like that's just an outdated business. <laughs> like it's it's tricky, right? Because like mediums come and go. I, I don't know, maybe radio will always be here, but a lot of people were talking about this when podcasts became like in there, you know. I mean, I think we're still in like the prime of podcasts right now, but podcasts essentially eliminate radio shows because, you know they're just like a better way to do radio yeah. in a sense, like, you know, that, that type of, of style. Um, but yeah, like you said, it is sad when anyone that is working in a certain medium, that medium like moves on and, and changes in a certain way. But I just feel like there's so many other ways to digest content than radio. But every once in a while, I, I find myself listening to the radio and I, I question it. I'm like, why am I listening to the radio right now when there's so many other entertainment options on your phone? You know? The main problem with the radio that I was listening to, and I guess XM does this. I guess the whole radio does it. They play the same eight songs in rotation. Yeah. Bro, I was listening to, I turned it on like, I don't know, four different times I was in the car. It was Memphis Mayfire, Motionless and White, which I'm fine with. And then like one country metal song where I was just like, ew. So it was like a 30% <laughs> chance that I would actually listen to something on here. What the hell would a country metal song sound like? <gasps> I got all my blue jeans. It's sipping on a cold beer. Like what the fuck? What would they? So that's even that's more like metal core. What you just like sung right there. Ooh, okay. I feel like a lot of metal has been like dumbed down to like just heavy guitar. Like <laughs> that's what metal is heavy according guitar. to. That's just like what it is according to the radio. Listen, let's keep the fucking the music conversation going with a little segment of Vinny's iPod because people they know it, they love it. Right now, my most recent saved songs might shock you, Phil. Let's hear All it. Right? First, I got Blue, Daba Dee, Daba Die. Recently resaved that at the top of my list because I don't know about you guys. I don't typically use playlists in my subscription apps. I like oh, to I like, just save the songs at the top of my liked songs, and then I just either shuffle through there or I scroll through there. I got Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which, fun fact, that song has over a billion Spotify. Tapes. I know ridiculous insane next up i got jailhouse rock by elvis presley i was jamming to that on the way to detroit dude okay great song uh then we have the pokemon theme from the first movie it's the i want to be the very best like so no you just listen was. to like theme songs i do love theme songs i do next up we got <laughs> beat that beat by dj paulie d because you know i've been watching a lot of jersey shore this is one of the greatest pre-game slash party songs you'll ever hear he what starts is it off, he starts going, it's called Beat That Beat, D-A-T, Beat That Beat. And he goes, I think I know yo, it. this is DJ Paulie D. I don't represent all Italians, I represent myself. And I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, let's go DJ Paulie D. Like, this man's putting it down right here. Next up, I have The King and I by Eminem and CeeLo Green. New Eminem song dropped. When we were at Mom's Spaghetti, that day it dropped. So it was really, really cool. Like, you felt the energy in yeah. there, you know? And that is actually a sample of an Elvis Presley song. And this is on the soundtrack of the new Elvis Presley movie. That's going to be sick. And then, Phil, I'll, I'll cap it with this. You know what my last recent song is saved? What is that? Lights by Ellie Golding. Yes. And that's because of you. And that's because <laughs> of you, Big Phil. We love Ellie Golding. We do. Oh, I got you on my mind. You think you love somebody. I've been listening she to. crushes. She crushes everything. Everything she touches, she crushes. She's like a hydraulic press out here. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. I've been listening to, so Motionless and White, it's a metal band from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, good old Scranton. Hell and yeah. When I was 16, I saw them in, in concert and it was like one of my first uh, metal shows mm -hmm. and it was fucking sick. And like over the years, I've always like dabbled, right? I really like their music. Uh, they have a reputation on the internet sometimes of having like, I don't know, some metal fans love them. Some metal fans hate them, right? Mm -hmm. But one thing is for certain, they're fucking consistent. Just like, over, like they don't diminish like the production Bro, consistency quality. Consistency is an important thing in any medium. You got to yeah. stay consistent. So they released this new album called Scoring the End of the World. Scoring the End of the World. Oh, so like what the music would be if the like 
world was actually ending. Sky was falling, riots in the streets. I, like, I guess the main way I can describe it is space metal. It's mm. very like Star Wars-esque, like theme, not like, they're not talking about Dark Vader and shit, Darth Vader and shit, but like, it's very like spacey, kind of like, uh, I don't know. Do you know any like space? Like, you know how Kid Cudi is very spacey? Ah, like day and night, like that. Doo, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Doo, like doo, doo. It sounds like a, a little starry, blaster. bright. Yeah, it yeah, sounds, a little blaster beam. Yeah, like uh, lasers, shit like that. So that's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a style switch up, and I I would call it space metal, and it goes so fucking hard. Lave <laughs> the song. Dude, called. I just picture you like after an eighteen hour day editing this huge behemoth of a video that you posted yesterday, and then you just play this space metal. And it's just like. Kind of. You're just shaking your head. You're lion's mane. Yeah. So my favorite song hard. on the album is definitely Cyber Hex. Cyber Hex. And then Porcelain is really good. Ooh, Porcelain. Yeah. You know what? Send me a link because you've showed me a lot of songs in my life that I am obsessed obsessed with and keep on a constant rotation. By the way, I know you love the glass animals. I know you don't love heat waves, but right now is prime time. I like heat time. waves. I like heat it's waves. It's prime time to listen to heat waves. It's just it is the middle of June right now. It, it really is. I was oh, gonna say so good. Last point on Spotify. You want to know who has the most cracked song numbers? Not necessarily monthly listeners, like very high for sure, top fifty in the world, I'd say. But like individual songs, just having insane uh listens i was gonna say ed sheeran but he's like number three in the world or some shit like he's very up there halsey what kind of numbers are we talking about let's 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 check it out <laughs> sheesh oh, wait, oh it's a sheesh let me oh, see here you said weekend has one billy right all right so halsey is number 41 in the world oh my word <laughs> bro closer has 2.3 billion streams yeah how was that even possible? Look at her other numbers, though. They're all close to a Billy. 870 million for Boy With Love. I'm, have I ever even heard that song before? I got to listen to that. So Good, 9.9 million. Without Me, 1.5 billion. Be Kind, 517 million. Only 517 million. Get your weight up, Halsey. Get your numbers up. What are we talking about here? Dude, that's crazy, though. You would think with that many plays, you would have more monthly listeners. But that means when these songs dropped... She was probably number one in the world at some point. You probably. don't get 2.3 billion streams and you're in the top 50. You'd be in the top five. Well, isn't right? closer technically Chainsmokers? Yes, that is true. She features on it. I'm pretty sure, maybe not. I think there was another artist that was supposed to be on Closer and then they brought in Halsey. Mm. I want to say it was Camila Cabello. I could be completely wrong. Someone Bro. correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. You know what they need to do? Throw Ellie Golding on there, baby. Bro, let, why can we make a hashtag on Twitter? Bring back Ellie. Ellie, where are you at? Has she put out new stuff? Is she already back and I just don't even know it? I, I think she's just always succeeding. Yo, Ellie, <laughs> Ellie, we're huge fans. Honestly, we want to come to your next concert. And and listen, good segue right here. It's not a concert. It's an event. There's tickets involved. Phil, I was reading the comments of the previous episode and someone made a very, very good and valid point. Now, Let's I know I've been campaigning for us to go to this Jake Paul fight in Madison Square Garden. Who is he fighting? Saying, Let me explain. Let me keep going. You keep saying, ah, you know, I don't want, I don't want to support <clears throat> Jake Paul. I don't want to give him any monetary gain. But this comment made a great point. This could be the fight where Jake potentially loses. And wouldn't you want to be there ringside? And maybe get a trickle of his sweat when he hits the canvas. <laughs> what do you think, Phil? Listen, I don't want to wish that he gets knocked out. I'm kind of above all that now. You know that's what I mean? That's good. That's that's huge growth for you. I like that. Like, I, I don't... I, it's just... Listen, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it in the think tank. The, old, the good old noggin. Marinate. Let it marinate. Yeah. You know, you can't just slap a raw piece of meat on the grill. You got to marinate a little bit. I'll tell you right now, he ain't losing. I just simply brought up that comment because maybe that would entice you, but he's he's the GOAT. There's no there's no percentage of chance that he loses this next fight. No matter, I don't care if his opponent is Optimus Prime, the Transformer. Robots and disguise. He won't lose, Phil. <laughs> maybe you could help me with this. So I'm trying to do like a, a voice effect at the end of my masterpiece, right? Ooh, okay. 
Oh, so you're like still fucking adding shit to this. I thought it was just taking things away, but you're still actively adding things. There's like the smallest minute details that are driving me crazy that like I have to just iron out after this. But mm -hmm. I, you're, you're so good with like the voice modulation. I, maybe I should just get one of those fucking boards. Well, listen, if, if you want to talk to my editor, Slippy Boy, because he did the voice effects for the Pokedex entries in the Fusion video. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but that was all him. But as far as like sonically and doing cuts with music and stuff like that, that's kind of like where I feel like I have a really good handle on things. But yeah, if you ever want to shoot things my way when it comes to audio stuff, I'd be, I'd be more than happy to throw my hat into the ring and help you out, my guy. All right, all right. All right. I'll marinate that too. That's what we're doing today. We're talking about topics. We're letting it marinate. Now, one thing that I do want to talk about because I have been reading your comments. We've been reading your comments. Going to keep this super brief, but I know we wanted to address it. A lot of you guys have been upset uh, with the quality of the podcast these last couple of weeks. And me and Phil just want to say we are working as hard as we can to give you guys the best show possible each and every week. And we will continue the consistency and try our best to make the videos better. The only thing is, and I genuinely can't remember if we talked about this on a member exclusive episode or if we did talk about this on a public episode, we are not going to be able to do in person at least until July. I'm in Canada for this entire month. But when we are both in New York, we promise you guys we will make full effort to make sure that every episode while we're both in New York is recorded in person because we know you guys love the in-person stuff. Um, one thing that we did tweak in today's episode that, in my opinion, is actually helping a lot is that Phil's noise gate now is completely turned off. This is some, like, behind-the-scenes technical stuff, but I can hear every single thing this man says where, like, in previous Discord recordings, <laughs> he would be laughing, and all I would see is... <laughs> I wouldn't hear anything because Awkward the noise gate interactions, would be, yeah. Yeah, like, the noise gate would be completely canceling out his laughter, but, you know, now I can hear him, and listen, we're just gonna do our best. We love you guys. We appreciate your feedback and we're just going to do everything we can to make the show better. And like I said, unfortunately we, we can't be in person, um, but we'll try to be in person as much as we can when we're both in New York. And if you guys are cool with that, fuck yeah. If you guys aren't cool with that, that's also fine, you know, but that's the way that things have to be uh, in this stage of our lives, unfortunately. Right. But yeah. Anything you want to add to that? I feel like most of our effort that's going to see the most direct increase in quality is just like topics and conversation yeah. flowing. So... We're just going to try to do a better job at that. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's this <clears throat> interesting thing of like, you know, you're always trying to come up with new things to talk about and, and have new engaging topics. But like right now in Phil's life, he's very engrossed by this new huge video and we want to talk about it. And in my life, we have the new channel and I'm very hyper focused on that. So we want to talk about it. And we we have do fun. cover a lot of different things. It's just that we have two episodes a week now, too. So it's just like some yeah. things bleed into other episodes and it just sometimes yeah. gets jumbled up. But. And that's the thing, like, I, I want to make sure that we have different topics to discuss and we're always, like, innovating in that sense. But also, like, when I really want to talk about something that's happening in my life, I will be talking about it. And same with Phil. And, and you know, hopefully we just do a better job at structuring the show. But I did want to shed some light on that because I know a lot of you guys have been commenting and hopefully you made it this far in the show to hear that response to your feedback and we're going to keep it moving. Um, you mentioned Darth Vader earlier. I don't know if this is something that I can really discuss. I'll say minor spoiler warning. I saw a clip of this dude from, I think, the new Obi-Wan show. Bro, I'm not a big Star Wars fanatic. I know you're a bigger Star Wars fan than me. I saw a scene where this ship was trying to fly away, and my man Vader put his fucking hand up, dog, and he just... <laughs> Bam! Crashed the ship. Yeah. And I go, oh, I thought he could just, like, choke people out. I know he could lift literal ships out of the air and then he rips the fucking door off the ship and he's just walking towards i'm like yo whoever's in that ship is fucked you are fucked he is going to kill everyone on this ship dude. i gotta watch that clip it sounds sick oh dude i was getting hyped up and vader's interesting because like i don't know if vader just looked really menacing for that time like whether it would the 70s or the 80s or early 90s but like there is a silliness to his costume, I, I can't explain it. Maybe it's like the plastic face. Yeah, he looks kind of like a bug. But it also looks so menacing. It's like menacing, but also like old school. You know, yeah, like it yeah, definitely yeah. has an old school look for sure. But I yeah, maybe want to watch this show. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, I guess the helmets are just a little outdated because everything's a little chunky. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it looks very like- Very chunky. It look, just looks like PVC pipe or like plastic. Yeah. Meanwhile, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it made me want to watch these Star Wars shows. They did like a recap that I watched with Kylie at the beginning of uh, the Obi-Wan show. 
And I was like, this looks really fucking good. Nah, you should watch Dune. Dune? Yo, by the way, did you know Zendaya has 145? Oh, shit! <laughs> Let's go, baby! Fuck yeah. Yo, everyone's starting to get their deliveries. Fuck yeah. That's it. Thank you for getting a shirt, my Thank boy. Hi, Wildy. Wildy. He said hi. What's up, Vinny? I can't hear What's you. What's up, Wildy? You look cute. Is that a dinosaur or a dog on the shirt? It's a little Italian greyhound. Thank you so much. Italian I love Italian greyhounds. Very cute. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you for getting a shirt, my dude. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, everyone's starting to get them in the mail. And I'm like, yo, when you get your shirt, throw it on. Tag me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and I'll, I'll show some love back. Um, it's exciting that that, uh, that that drop came through. But yeah, like I was saying when you brought up Dune. Dude, you know Zendaya has 145 million followers on Instagram? Yeah, I could see that. Because she's in Spider-Man. She's in Dune. She's in Euphoria. That's actually insane. I feel like it's rare that you see an actor or an actress be involved in like three separate yet iconic roles and they're all dummy successful. Dummy Braxton OP. <laughs> it, For those that are new yeah. here, that means very good. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, I agree. It's crazy. Do you think though it's more like they get one role? And then, like, they're, like, the hot thing for a bit. So then other movie studios are just like, oh, we, we got to put Zendaya in there. We got to put Tom Holland in there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's it's tricky because I think when the role is so big, it's hard to go into other things because people always see you as that. But I would argue that, and I, I don't know enough about Dune or Euphoria, but just from seeing the response to those properties, like, from the outside looking in, Euphoria seems ridiculously iconic on the same level as like her role in Spider-Man, if not more. I, I would say Euphoria is like her biggest thing. And that's crazy to, to, to say because it's like, yo, you have her as the main love interest in Spider-Man, Mary Jane, which is one of the biggest comic book characters ever. And then you have this standalone TV show called Euphoria that is probably, yeah, more iconic. And maybe I'm off base. You guys can let me know. I feel like Euphoria is the biggest draw out of all three of those. Right. Which is sick. That's that's fucking. I gotta cool. watch I feel like it for you. Often. Me too. I, I heard it's I heard it's very hard to watch though. It's like a lot of heavy subject matter, like really, really tough scenes and stuff. Yeah, maybe I'll wait a little bit because I don't know if it's the combination of like no, I, I do know it's the combination of little sleep, eating like shit, and just like focusing on work, but like Bro, you're overworked to the fucking core right now. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even want to get into it. Dude, I, I went to sleep last night. I slept for like I want to say I slept for like 10 to 12 hours. I still felt like shit. It's like when you have a week straight of poor sleep and your mind is occupied working on something and you're really not eating that good. Like when all those factors come together. You die. And then you, you just die. You just die. You just fucking disintegrate. <laughs> oh, at this God. Point. And, and it sucks because you would think after like a 10 hour sleep, sleep it off sesh, you'd wake up and feel amazing. But it takes a few sleep off sessions to really come back to form. And you know what? With uh, there's too many podcasts out there that aren't expressing this message. You got to drink more water, folks. It's the fucking key. You drink more water, you stay hydrated, you're going to feel amazing. Dude, That's I, a fact. Uh, the amount of coffee I've been drinking, like, I know it's not good, okay? I know it's not good. But I, it's like, it's like a diesel train, right? Mm -hmm. It's firing on all cylinders. Yes, sir. We're this close to the destination. <laughs> I just need that little... <laughs> I just need a little bit more. And like, for some reason. You know what sucks though about this analogy? It's like, what if what if you're in a car, right? And you have and you have a little bit of gas left, but you're around the street from your house, but then your shit breaks down two blocks away. You know, like maybe you, you pull over for the night, you stop at a hotel, I you know, recharge dude, a I know, saying, you gotta, I know, dude. Listen, at this Fuck. point, don't fucking recharge. It's, it's, it's the day of reckoning. Today's the day. It's happening. It, it has to. It has to happen. So just, just put that shit out. Okay. Like the day that I launched Nintendo, I talked about this on the member episode. I noticed like 18 things I wanted to change between the two videos. And I was like, yo, cut this shit. You're just nitpicking at this point. Put the <laughs> fucking videos out and let's, and let's do this. I dropped the Instagram video that I told the meatballs about in the exclusive episode this week. And it's, it's doing really well, thank God. And it's really cool because a lot of people are leaving comments being like, yo, this is a really cool idea. I love like how this stands out from the other things that other people are doing. And it had a really, really good reception. And, I, I got to tell you, Phil, 
that red ocean, that conversation, it keeps popping in my head of like, yeah. I like the idea of, of coming up with like really new and exciting things and implementing them and trying them. And if they work, they work. If they don't, you just keep trying. It's cool. I'm kind of using a red and blue ocean vibe. I kind of have both the oceans. <laughs> Purple ocean? Purple ocean, yeah. I, that's, that's the Vinny method. You see what works. You do your own spin on it. You add things, you take things away, and then you eventually put out something that is the red ocean of something entirely new. It's the culmination, Phil. Right. Absolutely. I was on my Snapchat the other day. You know those weird fucking stories that will pop up? Yeah. That are just bizarre <laughs> things that like you don't want to click on, but you Snapchat click on them anyway. Snapchat is hanging on by a fucking thread, dude. The only reason they're a thing is because of those dumb clickbaity news articles that look like actual dog water that get you to click because it's just I like shock value. I don't know what it is psychologically that I click on all this shit. Dude, I clicked on one, I think it was this morning or last night. It was like Guinness World Record, right? And I tap on this. So I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. The first video was a guy throwing a washing machine. And the Guinness World Record was the farthest that anyone could throw a washing machine. And this got my brain thinking. <laughs> Is there technically a Guinness World Record category, a niche, if you will, for legitimately anything? Kind of. Is there a record for throwing, I don't know. A Moby a skunk? Huge? A skunk, a Moby Huge, okay? For those who don't know what that is, it's a giant dildo. It's like a fucking four-foot dildo. And Phil has Is three there of them. Is technically... <laughs> Phil has three of them. If he collects all four in the world, he can summon the almighty Exodia. dragon to grant, <laughs> yeah, to grant his wishes. So the thing is, like, if you took that Moby Huge and you chucked it, like, I don't know, a foot, right? And yeah. let's say no one's ever thrown it a foot. Could you contact Guinness and be like, yo, I want to put this in the book for next year? And they'll come to you and, and, and check it out? I don't know. Like, I feel like you got to know somebody, you know? Yeah, you got to know somebody at hey, Guinness. Oh, but like, at I, what point, I know though? Johnny Boyd. It works over at Guinness. Today we're going to be doing who can eat the most raviolis in a blizzard. Can you imagine just how stressed out that guy must be every time he gets a call? Johnny from Guinness. <laughs> hey, Johnny, how are you? Listen, my daughter, right? She was thinking. She wants to see, uh, you know, how far she could throw this jar of peppers. You want to stop by the house, see if you can add her into the book? And this guy just, this guy just has like a quota he has to yeah. hit too. Johnny from Guinness. Johnny, how are you, man? <laughs> Listen, dude, I want to see how far I can drive my truck with one fucking tank of gas while I'm wearing a pink shirt and a blindfold without crashing the car. Johnny, can you stop by the fucking the house after you shift and check this out? Like, it's crazy to me. Like, how, how far can you go? How niche can you get? Because I would love for us to do a world record, like something just obscure that no one's done before. Right. It's, it's an interesting topic of discussion. It really is. Uh, we got, it sounds like we got to meet Johnny from Guinness. Yeah, we. If you if you are Johnny from Guinness, or you know of Johnny from Guinness, just give us a call. Sunday Sauce Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> but yeah, just watching this guy throw a washing machine, I was like, that's this is really cool. But like, I find myself throughout the day watching a lot of vertical content that I feel like I just don't remember it after thirty minutes. This one I hung on to. It just zaps your brain, up. dude. I was going to bring it up on the show, but it's a very interesting time we're living in with content where like you could literally sit there and watch a hundred TikToks in a row. How many are you remembering though? Like how much of it just comes at the surface level of like, yo, I'm entertained right now. I enjoy this. And then you leave it and you don't touch it again unless you like send it to a friend or something. That's why I feel like you have to have a, you have to be strict with yourself and have some sort of discipline over your media diet. If you're aware of the fact that it's zapping your brain and that like you're not really processing shit on more than a surface level, then it's kind of not good for you. So at least limit it kind of like junk food. I, th I think a lot of people don't view media as like an actual thing that you ingest, but it straight up is. I think a great tool for life when you're navigating through this crazy thing we call life, Filion, is just anything in excess, just not good. I, I really like if you could if you could state something in the comments that you think in excess is good, I'd play devil's advocate and say no. Like Even if people say, well, you could always drink more water, you could literally drown. You could drown from drinking too much water. True, true. You know what I'm saying? Like every everything in excess. I'm trying to think of things, but. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like even if you got more sleep, well, if you sleep too much, you're not going to be productive. You're going to I think feel you can die groggy. from that too. There you go. You probably just die from everything in excess. 
Yeah. I remember when I was in middle school, I don't know why my brain went here. One of the kids in my school said like anything could be a weapon. And that stuck with me all these years. He's kind of right. <laughs> That's so fucking sketchy. <laughs> it's 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 pretty wild. Yeah, we were in like the fourth grade. I remember this vividly. Like, look around your room right now. Just name an item. I mean, everything I'm looking at, it could be a fucking weapon. That's what I'm saying. Every I want you, you guys that are listening right now, I want you to look around at your car, if you're listening in the car. What about like a gym. blade of grass? Oh, it could be a weapon. How? A blade of grass? Yeah. You it can poke uh, someone's hold somebody eye. down and you and you swipe their eye with it. Oh. A very quick little slice of the eye. You, you blow out their cornea. It's a weapon. I'm not going to say what I just thought of. Please don't. No, yeah, no. no. I you know, thought Phil, you were going to say, no, please share. I don't want to share with the class. Yeah, no. Sometimes, you know, when Phil holds himself back, you know it, it should be held back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was very good. Also, really quick, I'm going to go sprint to the sink and grab some more water because I'm thirsty as hell. No cuts. We got this. What kind of right. Phil? Oh, you're you swift. Phil, you ever see speed like this? I was just picturing you getting up from the chair. He, this man can't even hear me. Coming back. He's just wearing underwear, you know, and like Zoom meetings and shit. Yeah, imagine I stood up and my whole ass was out. <laughs> ass, dick, and balls. You just, just had assless chaps on. Sheesh. All right, yeah, I needed that. I was literally telling people to drink more water, and then I realized I had no more fucking water. It's, mm. not, it's not good, champ. Another thing in regards uh, to the music conversation, we watched a movie, I want to say like a month or two ago, probably two months ago. It was called Turning Red. I think I have brought it up on the podcast. It was the movie, the Pixar movie about the little girl that could transform into the red panda. Did I ever talk about this? I don't think so. Anyway, it's, it's fucking amazing. But in the movie, it takes place in like the early 2000s. And there's a, a, a boy band in the movie and they actually put out like the songs from the movie on Spotify. And there's a song called uh, Nobody Like You, the boy band's Four Town. That's the name of it. And in the movie, you're like, oh, shit, this is kind of catchy. And then when you listen to the actual song, I had this realization of, and we may have had this exact conversation before. So if, if I've brought this up before, comments, let me know, because I apparently have amnesia. But you can make music today that sounds like a throwback. Yeah. And it's amazing. You can. Like this song, Nobody Like You. When I listen to it, I'm like, dude, this takes me back to like Backstreet Boys, In Sync, like that era of music. And I don't understand if that music was so successful back then, why do not, why do more artists not do it now? Because clearly there was a reason that music took off. Like, is it just so outdated now that nobody wants to go back to that sonically? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the creators of it just got bored. Maybe culture shifted in a way where it's thought of as like cringy. But then, like, there's the factor of nostalgia where it's just, like, it's kind of OP. Nostalgia's dummy Braxton busted. Bro, I, I completely agree. Nostalgia's one of those things, man. It can make you laugh. It can make you cry. It can make you get tingles, like ASMR. I mean, It can make you angry. It can make you... Yeah? Yeah. H how so? You, you got to elaborate on that, because I feel like I've never gotten but, angry from a feeling of nostalgia like nostalgia for me has pretty much always been a positive response well i guess me. i guess you have to define nostalgia is it is it possible to be negative i don't i don't know i feel like the feeling of nostalgia is always a positive one. positive thing um so the definition of nostalgia is uh, a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for return of some past period or irrevocable condition. Also something that evokes nostalgia, the state of being homesick, homesickness. Okay, so I guess if you're looking at it from that second definition, eh, something that's I, I don't nostalgic think anger that fits. you... I don't think anger fits. Yeah, I, honestly, I feel like for most, for most people, a nostalgic thing is, is a positive thing. Right. But I don't know. You guys can comment down below. I guess like if, okay, let's say when you were a kid, your grandma always made the Sunday sauce, right? And whenever you smell she sauces. Did. She did. Same for me. Whenever I smell sauces, it invokes a happy feeling, a, a safe, a comforting feeling from childhood. But I guess like if, you know, if you went to school and somebody like, I don't know, shoved onions in your locker and it fucking 
stuck with you. And then today you smell an onion and it reminds you of like that shitty time. Could that be like a negative nostalgia? But at that point, is it nostalgia or just a shitty memory? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't have a psychology degree, Phil. I don't fucking know what, the, what I'm saying right now. I'm just spitballing. I'm throwing shit at the wall till it sticks. The Philion method. <laughs> right now, I guess the Philion method is diarrhea splatter on the wall. So you have you have enhanced the teachings that you have already set forth. Yeah. I, you're just I mean, saying instead of throwing shit, you're going to just full on blast uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Now, this this new video that you're working on. I'm so fucking anxious, dude. It's like killing I me. I can tell. I mean, what what are you what are you anxious about? Are you anxious about like the performance like in a vertical of like how much work you did versus like how it will perform? Are you worried about what, you know, people are going to uh say about the video? Like do you think that the the people are going to like have a problem with the quality of the video? Like what is it that's that quality anxious? is through the fucking roof. Not yeah, going to have a problem with that. Quality shouldn't be an issue. I know how long you've been fucking working. The on message this. and the cult actions all there. The education is all there. Tone, the pacing, it's all there. But there's like a certain aspect where if you don't tread lightly, you can fall into some logical fallacies because it's a very, very cryptic thing that I'm covering. So if I make like a wrong move or a wrong statement, that could be used as like fuel to refute it, if that makes sense. Okay. So I'm struggling with like killing your darlings. Like there's parts of the video where I'm just like, that has to be in there. But then I'm talking with um, someone else who's overseeing the project and he's like, should not be in there. But I'm just like. It's tough, man. Like in the editing process, when you really want to keep something in, but like everyone around you is telling you to not keep it in because they have no attachment to it like you do. Sometimes it is for the better that you listen I guess, to I guess the attachment is there because. I mean, I spent nights in front of this fucking computer in the wee, the wee hours of the morning. So it's just like, oh, I made that. But and I don't you know. did this whole thing on your MacBook Pro. Whole thing. Intel MacBook Pro. Whole fucking thing, bro. That's crazy. I almost shit a brick too because today I was doing like a final edit. And like I said, the Omni Disk Sweeper because it creates render files and then it fills up the hard drive. I deleted the render files and it, it hid the project. And I couldn't find it. <laughs> like, nah. I reached. That, that, I would have jumped out. I would have jumped that's, out the window. That's it's small shit like that where I'm just like, <sighs> like do, do you edit the whole hour long video on one timeline or do you yes. like segment it? Oh, you're a psychopath. How oh. does that even run? Uh, like I could, I could show you a video of it. It, it, it would make you. It would give you anxiety. I think you'd have a heart attack. It is yes. literally like, what's the biggest puzzle in the world? I don't fucking know. I don't know, but I I, I want to get into puzzles like soon. I need I need a good like. Uh, I'll show you the timeline next time I see you. Stimulating brain function. You should put the timeline on Twitter. You you talked about this in a previous episode. You don't like when people do that. Fuck I, it, dude. Become I, the I, thing you hate most. I cannot. It doesn't fit. <laughs> like there's there's like do one of those like panoramic screenshots where it like will flare out when you tap it. <laughs> I don't Fuck think it, I do can, that, dude. dude. I can't. The Ask time Frank. I guarantee Frank can figure this out, or just chop it into like. One, two, three, yeah, and yeah, four. Yeah. One, two, three, and four on Twitter. By the way, follow us on Twitter at Third Eye of Truth at Vinny. Dude, it was so funny too. You, I, we could talk about this because the video is out already. But you made your profile picture one of the apes. Yeah. I keep forgetting. Like we, we've been so secretive about this video, but like the video is out now, so we can talk about <laughs> certain things. Yeah. Um. But Brooks, like a lot of people were freaking out underneath. The fact that Phil had an NFT profile picture and everyone was like, what the fuck? What is this? Phil, what are you doing? And Brooks was like, Phil always has a purpose. I'm we calculated, bro. see what it I is. I am I calculated. Like, well, done. well done. Yeah, man. Every Everything that this People man think I'm just out here like doing shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bro, there's a lot more that goes on. They think I'm just out here doing shit. That's one of my favorite Phil I'm going to make a video and no, it's insane amounts of detail. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. When they make a documentary about you in the future, when you're like the biggest creator on planet earth and they go, yeah, you started <laughs> making videos about, about fucking steroid users. And then he ended up making a documentary that shifted the, the well, tales of time. Well, there is overlap with all of that because 
but I'm really just after truth. I don't I don't know why, but because the third eye, it's, I, it's I on see your face. similarities in a lot of different industries that I cover journalistically, and it's all just stems to the same shit. It's like stop hiding from the truth. I can see you with all three of my fucking eyes. 2020 vision in 2022, <laughs> baby. Uh, I do not have 2020 vision, bro. My vision's so bro. I'm falling apart. Literally, I'm I'm 26 years old. The fact that I even have to think about it for a split second, how old am I? My brain's going. I don't know if you've noticed in this episode, but I've adjusted my shoulder about 67 times. I don't know what the fuck happened. I've had this before, but it's never lingered for this long. My hand vein looks really cool. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, <laughs> my collarbone, my trap, the top of my pec, all of this, right? Maybe you could help me because you know a lot about the body. Dude, so much pain. I was putting a heating pad on it all last night, so it does feel a little bit better today. But it hurts when I go back like this, like severely painful right now. When I extend my arms, any kind of movement with like my shoulder, just really bad fucking pain. And I don't know if it's because of this chair. Like my mic right now is balanced on a fucking, on the podcast stands that we have at home, but it's on like a TV tray in front of a desk. I don't have a boom arm here. And when I record videos, I'm arched over like this. <laughs> well, we're so I can. We're just gonna literally like our, our arms are gonna fall out of their sockets. Our bro, fucking it's, it's it's bad, and I can't I can't sit backward because then I'm too far from the mic, and it sounds a little shittier. And I want to make sure people have a good sound, so I've been leaning forward in every video that I've done here, <laughs> I'm recording every fucking day because I'm banging out these Nintendo videos, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, it it really hurt, and it's weird because it starts right here and goes like all the way back to my trap. So like, I don't know if it's a trap and collarbone and pec situation or just collarbone or just pec or whatever, but we need a doctor keep, on standby, bro. I, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I, don't, I still don't have health insurance. <laughs> I got to get health insurance. I'm serious. I'm the, I got, I got to get my fucking priorities straight out here, dog. I've, I went to a comedy show. It was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. How was that? It was like the best comedy show I would have expected to go to as a first-time comedy goer. It was so funny. Basically, Stavros nice. Hal Halkius was hosting the comedy night, so he started, he opened, then he brought on other talent, and then like he would come on like in between. He was like an MC. Nice. It was just fucking hilarious. But he had this one joke in his free special on YouTube that he put out, full hour long of material, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm about as rich as like a poor person thinks a rich person could get." I'm big ass TV, but no health insurance type of rich. <laughs> I'm like, that's a, that's like a, that's like a true statement. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm a big ass TV, but no health insurance rich. That is hysterical. Because bro. health insurance is like a 25 to $30,000 package. If like you fully extrapolate what you're getting, but it's just like. It's, it's insurance. It's just such it's a, a scam. weird. It's a scam. It's weird, bro. It's like, you're going to spend money. That you're probably not gonna need. But when you not need the money, it, but you're, you're, no, you're, you're spending money on a service that you probably won't need. But when you do need it, if you don't have insurance, you get fucking destroyed. Right. So it's like, what the way? I, I guess you just we're we're set up in a situation where you kind of you just kind of need it, right? Like you just need it. Yeah. Fuck. So yeah, I gotta I gotta get that situated because. I'm I'm scared, man. I'm living my life in fear out here. If I, God forbid I fall down the stairs in Canada. Woo, it's over for you, boy. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm gonna go to the hospital. My fucking shin bone is still there. Like, no, I'm just gonna rub some fucking dirt on it. Ice it, heat it. Some Ice dirt. and heat. Ice and heat. We're good. Ice, Put yep. some dirt. Hot and cold. Compress. Hot and cold, baby. Elevate. Oh my you gotta God. elevate it. Gotta elevate, then you gotta decelerate. You know what it is, Phil. All right. Gotta decelerate. Vin, I'm just gonna ask you, am I deleting this part or am I keeping it in? And that's all I'm saying. No context. Wait, you texting me something? No, no, no. I'm just no context in the video I'm going to post that's probably already live. Okay. A am I deleting the section or leaving it in? Do I, I don't even know anything about this section. You're just saying, should I, you're yeah. just asking me like without yeah, any just information? Up. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think you should take it out. Okay. Because I think if you're questioning whether or not you should leave something in or take it out, it should already be out. Okay. Good advice. Good advice from your bestie. That's some solid fucking shit right there. Okay, I, like that. I got it. All right, and and lock that in. Don't that's, don't fucking don't peter totter. If lock anything, I'm gonna put it on the side. And if I, you know, if I blow my whole load, then I got nothing in the tank. 
Yeah, yeah. Then your nuts got to recuperate. You if don't I, recuperate If nuts. I have reserves, then I got ammo for days. Yeah, yeah. That's why when you come, like you got to stop the cum from coming out <laughs> and save it and yeah, store yeah. it. So you'll be like, oh. All right, I'm going to say I'm going to say what I wanted to say earlier. Okay, go ahead. You could stop it with a blade of grass. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it can be a weapon. I'm yep. telling you guys, anything, yo, that's got to be in the title. Let me write that down. Anything can be a weapon. Sunday sauce, baby. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, but yeah, no, the the shoulder hopefully will will get better. Um, maybe in my videos I should just, you know, what I realized too about me, I have horrid posture. Like this is me sitting right now. This I feel like this is how I should be. You know what they need to make. Like retreats, they probably do. You just have to be rich enough to go to one. Retreats where you just go, you go there and you're like, I'm a little fucked up. And then over the course of like two weeks, they look at your posture, your eating, mm. your sleep. It's just like a recharge zen area. Yeah. I, I need to go to a chiropractor. And Maybe a lot that's of called a hotel, that. but I, I don't know. I feel like we can Maybe get Maybe just to like a spa. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Just go to a fucking spa. Like people are going to come and yeah, Phil, that exists. It's called a spa. Nah, but yeah. Mm. I guess a more like actual medical approach is involved with what I'm thinking of, but. Well, listen, when you're a multi-billionaire, I'm sure you can hire someone to just like study you like you're a Mewtwo in a tank. Well, that's what. Enhance you in every aspect of your life. That's what Dan Bolzarian does. You ever see, you see? The, the clip of him talking about all his different blood tests and STD tests mm, and how no. he gets his blood checked like every fucking two weeks for like I don't f vitamin I don't levels. Him. I don't follow him at all. I have I no mean, idea. I don't expect you to. That's that's great. Mm. I, you, I mean, either, either do I, but it's just in the past, I've there's nothing that escapes my third eye. You're just on the pulse of everything. Did you see Joe go in his... Uh, it's actually very cool. Joe Rogan went into that cold tub again. Remember like the famous meme? With his nipples? Like, yeah. It's <laughs> a good Joe Rogan Bro, face. Now he, now he goes in it. He's just like, can talk fine. Does he have no nice worries? Nice it's pretty amazing how there. fast like your body, his nipples, I, I honestly didn't look at them. I'll, I'll go back to the video and uh, I'll- They I'll were looking at you in the last in the last picture. In the last one, they were some 4D quality. They were 5K <laughs> nipples coming, at you, coming through your phone screen. Um, but yeah, no, like it was very cool to see like if you just do something that makes you uncomfy- Hot and cold, while, baby. You adapt to it. I, I can't even, my biggest thing, bro, is the cold water. I am- I am mentally so weak when it comes to getting in like a cold pool yeah. or like the cold ocean, dude. I just can't do it. You can't do it. And then people are like, just jump in. That's the best way to do it. Fucking cannonball. And I'm like, I'd rather just dip in a toe and then dip in the other toe. And then when my nut bag goes in the water, you always have like that just, <laughs> that feeling, woo, yeah. something else. It is what it is, you know? You know, I've come to really appreciate the awkward silences in a podcast. I have to pee so fucking bad, but listen, we got we got three minutes left. We got to get to the hour mark. No, I know. We 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 believe in the full hour format. I'm gonna stick a blade the, of grass for the in Sunday there. Sunday public episodes. Yeah, just all you gotta do is take a blade of grass, shove it up your peephole. <laughs> your peep. <laughs> shove it up your peephole. Uh, what are you doing later tonight? Uh, me and K Dog are going to her parents' house. For a little Father's Day get-together. That's going to be fun. And then uh, nothing. Just a chill chill day. Tomorrow I'm doing like a three-hour stream. Tomorrow's Father's guys, Day. Tomorrow's Father's Day. When you guys uh, check out this episode, I might be live because I'm doing a long, long stream. Also, happy Father's Day, of course, to our fathers, to all the fathers out there. We got to have our dads on the show. I'm thinking when we do get back, to, when I do get back to New York, we should do a, a shitload of guest episodes. You know what we Just should do? Bulk them. Just have the guests talk to each other on the show without introducing them. Ooh, yeah. That's a good like, fucking idea for a podcast. That's a cool idea. Just two you're random like, people and you're forced you, to just talk to them. You have on two guests that don't know each other and that ends up being the collaboration. And me and you just sit there like- Bro, I got to get paid more for these ideas. Smoking cigars. <laughs> smoking cigars in the basement. Hey, Phil, life like this sure is good. You betcha. That's one of my favorite. I swear to God, I will use hey. that joke in every episode if I have to. Life it's like my this sure is good. You betcha. Joke. Life like this sure is good, Phil. Oh, you betcha, Vinny. <laughs> cigars fuck up my head, though. You uh, like cigars? I like to think that I like cigars, but I don't know if I actually do. I feel like they're a nice, like, social thing. Like, you have some whiskey, you have a cigar, you're in one of those, like, cigar lounges, but 
every fucking time I've ever smoked a cigar, I get a piercing headache. Mm. And then the people I'm with are like, no, no, that's good. That's good. Me just hey, what are you, a fucking pussy? Eh? And I'm like, oh, this just doesn't feel nice. Just doesn't feel nice at all. Yeah, it doesn't feel comfy cozy. It definitely doesn't feel comfy cozy. But hopefully this episode had you guys entertained. Maybe you learned something. Maybe you feel enlightened. Maybe you feel inspired. Have a yeah. great Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Thank you guys so much for watching. Phil, good luck on the launch of this new video. I have notifications enabled, so when it goes up, I am ready to check it out immediately. And let us know in the comments what you guys think of this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And with that, Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me. Take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.